This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Our friends at Entergy congratulate the hardworking men and women at Grand Gulf Nuclear Station. In addition to powering Mississippi homes and businesses with clean, low-cost energy, Grand Gulf plays an important role as an economic driver in our state. Thank you for strengthening our communities and congratulations on your record-setting production. The carbon-free energy from Grand Gulf will power a brighter future for generations to come. Entergy, we power life. David Johnson, Rebels 247 at 835 today on the Corona Premier Guest Line. Want to give a shout out to the Independent Roofing Systems crew for listening to the show. Joe Knockin and the team. Uh, Melissa, happy 4th of July. Joe, thanks for listening to the show and thanks for your support. The uh, number one commercial roofing company in the state of Mississippi, Independent Roofing Systems, uh, another great Mississippi company since 1980, roofing.ms. Joe Knockin has also, before they partnered with the show, before, I've known Melissa forever. This is before I knew uh, Joe. Joe decided to come in here and win the Red Beans and Rice mm-hmm. uh, competition and with a mic drop. And that guy can cook. He's got some uh, South Louisiana, South Louisiana in him. And uh, he knows it. And he's cooked some other things that we have had. And uh, I, I put it this way. If you're going to roll over to that house, you better bring your A game. How about Chris taking a shot at himself as an LSU fan? He says, straight corn, corn on the cob, vodka drinks, and corn dogs. Go Tigers. I love that. <laughs> I think the corn dogs might be a joke. But, it, but the rest sounds like a plan. I can also tell that he's also ready for SEC football season. Which, believe it or not, when Is, we come back from break... We'll be a week out. This sounds weird. We'll be a week out from SEC Media Days in Atlanta. Is that crazy? Time flies. We'll be a week out from SEC Media Football Days in Atlanta, Georgia. What's the they second? did not put Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban on the same day. I don't know why. I mean, the SEC's got some WWE in it. Let's go. I mean... Goodness, sometimes it's too buttoned up. I mean, we love them. Agreed. But uh, that that would that they should have done that. And um, anyway, that I think that will be a little bit of the. So SEC Media Days has become a snooze fest, and I think now we're going to have a little more spice and hot sauce on it. And because with Nick Saban, Jimbo Fisher, Kirby Smart, and a, a little bit of Lane Train and, and Jimbo getting mixed up uh, in February, 
But I, I think with this, you know, we go through times where we have super boring coaches, right? And like Gus Malzahn. I mean, Gus is a good coach, but I mean, that guy is watching paint dry. Okay. I mean, you know, that that's trying to watch whatever the Minnesota twins and the Detroit Tigers in a major league baseball game this afternoon. Um, and so Gus is super boring, but we've got some personality going here, um, within the league. And it's, it, it, it's all from the Saban tree. Uh, you've got Nick Saban, the GOAT, and then you've got Kirby Smart, who just won the national championship, right? And, and and I mean, we're talking about protege mentor, right? Mm-hmm. Then you got Jimbo Fisher, who won one nine years ago, but he's at A&M, and he's out there popping off, but also recruiting, you know, unbelievable classes. And then you got Lane Train in Oxford. So we finally, we went through this malaise of coaches that were hired um, within the Saban tree that didn't do anything, right? And 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 just didn't get it done. Will Muschamp and Derek Dooley for two. I mean, we could go on and on. Jim McElwain. Um, the, the guys, it just didn't work for whatever reason. Uh, there's too many variables to go through. But we we went through this run of every of everybody, you know, because 80s are lazy and 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 uh, not all, but a lot of them are are lazy and 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 can't see the big picture, and so they just went over and they thought yeah. they were high. And as my good friend who's in the sport management business tells me all the time, Bo Saban's not coming with them Mm-mm. when they hire. Now it looks like Kirby brought Saban with him to Athens, right? He was able to get just enough from the fingertips of the, you know, the gold and the God of Saban. Um, but that wasn't happening for years with Will Muschamp. Will Muschamp had no business ever being hired as a head coach, right? But in 80s, just, I mean, Derek Dooley. Derek Dooley had no business. But now we've got some assist. We have some assistants that are having success, Kirby Smart is a national championship coach. If I had to guess, he'll win another one. Kirby's, what, 47 years old? He's got plenty of time. He could be at Georgia another decade plus, uh, make $10 million a year, make another $100-plus million, blah, blah, blah. He's already made. He's already played for two and was a, a freak play from winning it. So, could have two He already. really was. Yeah, I mean. Um, so, Kirby will win another one, maybe more. Um you got Lane Train, who's going to win in Oxford, but it's going to have to go somewhere else to win a national title. Uh, we'll see if something opens up there. Maybe Lane ends up coaching Arch Manning in three years after Sark is let go. I don't know. That would be at Texas if you're following the dots. And then you got Jimbo Fisher. A uh, and never won anything. You know, they've always been a big school with a lot of money, and we've always talked about them, and they've always come up short. Um, can they do it? Can Jimbo get them over the hump or Schlossnagel? I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. Can they win it in baseball? Absolutely. Um, Hell State and Ole Miss just won them. A&M can win it in baseball. Schlossnagel is really, really good. He did not win one at TCU, but, uh, he went to like five college world series or something. So he's, he's, he's a heck of a baseball coach. Can they win one in football? I don't know. It's a good question. 
once we go to uh, once we do away with the divisions, I think that'll play more in favor with Jimbo, especially when he pulls the right one plus seven. Yep. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by the amazing selection of Boar's Head Premium Meats, Boar's Head Premium Cheeses, and Boar's Head Hummus, which you need in your life and in your kitchen for 4th of July. And you can find it at corner market grocery stores throughout the state of Mississippi. You can also find cocktails in a can, including Jameson Ginger and Lime. You can find Crown Royal Whiskey and Cola and uh, many, many others in corner market grocery stores. And, of course, they have uh, Corona Premier and Coors Light and other uh, two more of our awesome um, partners. Boar's Head, Boar's Head, Boar's Head. Compromise elsewhere. Fifth generation owned American company since 1905. An assortment of premium premium meats, premium cheeses, and the, I didn't know this until they partnered with us. The number one hummus in America, powered by Boar's Head, compromise elsewhere. Find them at corner market grocery stores throughout the state of Mississippi. Blake? Brings up a secondary 4th of July question. I know we're asking people to give us their favorite 4th of July food uh, to consume for this grand prize giveaway here, but favorite dip? For 4th of July, hummus is a great one. Hummus is great, yes. Oh, Wendy does a super light uh, kind of cilantro salsa thing. A little salsa action. Yeah, salsa, especially, you know, somewhat homemade. You're not a sour cream-based dip guy. I am not. That's not awesome to me. Uh, So, no, I don't don't do mayonnaise uh, unless it's already in there and very little. And I'm talking about a, a smidge of yeah. mayonnaise goes a long way. I told yeah. you I got jaded when I went to the, my family reunion <laughs> in 1983 when everybody was blue there. And uh, um, You mean old? Yeah, I gotcha. mean, it was just before people took care of themselves as Heard. much as they do uh, today. And uh, two, the, it, was, it, was, uh, it wasn't potato salad. It was uh, mayonnaise with, with a dash of potato with some salad. potatoes in it. Yeah, yeah. no thank you. And there you. were nine thousand flies there. Yeah, and so felt I, like you were at a diner in the fifties. Like, yeah, yeah. And I just it wasn't awesome. No, that no. sounds terrible. Uh, somebody on the text line hit it up before I could even bring it up. It's my favorite dip in the whole world, Captain Rodney's dip. I've never so I, I, good. I, I disagree. Um, I have had it and it's not bad. I'll eat it by the fork. I don't even need the chip. Um, it's it's solid. I don't think it's good, and I damn sure don't think it's amazing. But oh, man, uh, you're missing out. I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it. After a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to, and I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day, and that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com 
slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Z-Biotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Our friends at Entergy congratulate the hardworking men and women at Grand Gulf Nuclear Station. In addition to powering Mississippi homes and businesses with clean, low-cost energy, Grand Gulf plays an important role as an economic driver in our state. Thank you for strengthening our communities and congratulations on your record-setting production. The carbon-free energy from Grand Gulf will power a brighter future for generations to come. Entergy, we power life. All right, we've got a uh, big out-of-bounds 4th of July giveaway with uh, Tito's Vodka Swag, Y'all Lifestyle Swag, and Jonesy Q Rubs and Sauces for 4th of July and the red, white, and blue. Uh, How do you enter to win? Tell us your favorite food on the 4th of July or around the 4th of July, and it can be the grill and or the kitchen. We've had some uh, unbelievable... um, text this morning you can jump in via the ag up equipment john deere tractor text line 601-885-3776 that's uh 601-885-3776 and longhorn josh is coming in strong one he's he's on a high kind of like old miss fans he's on a high from the arch manning commitment um he's been really getting after our text line, which I love. He comes in with firecracker or bang, bang shrimp dip is really good for those that nail bang, bang shrimp. It's fabulous. That also goes back to, I just want the sauce drizzled on the shrimp. I don't need a 16 ounce cup of it on there. And so, cause we can always drizzle a little bit more on the bang, bang. All right. So bang yeah, if you get really good bang bang shrimp, it is uh super amazing. Um so you know, I was thinking about uh Blake, what what was that chain? What was that chain that uh that was in the Renaissance? PF Changs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew right, where so you were in nineteen ninety seven I was in Scottsdale, Arizona, and I didn't I'd never been to P.F. Changs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I don't know if this was the first one in the country or one of the first, but I feel confident it was. And we're roaming around there, I, you know, so on. And they had some bang, bang shrimp on the menu and I had not had it and it was delicious. Yeah. Scottsdale, Arizona, 1993, the original P.F. Changs. Okay. This was swanky. It, this was swanky. For a minute, the P.F. Changs was like quote-unquote, high-end Asian food, right? Like No question. Uh, so that was in the peak of Chili's, Applebee's, you know, that that type of restaurant really hit. And it was a 100 times higher level than Correct. those two that you Correct. just referenced. Yeah. And kind of, be, you know, before we got Fleming's, I guess, type stuff. You know, it's Morton, founded by... You know, I don't, I, I don't remember when they rolled out Morton's. Paul Fleming owns P.F. Chang's, by the way. Okay, there you go. So it's the same guy. Okay. So, you know, I don't do chains much there are some that are good obviously and and you know like i've been to the palm right outside the staples center in la 
and the one in and there was one in Miami and it's good. Yeah. I mean, we're we have better steakhouses here local. Um but uh Well, and nowadays you can get mom and pop food. See, when PF Chang's was rolling in the 90s, the places like uh Ding Hao that we love weren't you didn't get stuff exactly. like that. Exactly. So now I can I'd rather go to the no, no mom question. who cooks it every day for her kids and can but make me a great meal than yeah. If you get some really good bang bang shrimp yeah. and again to me, this is what should be taught in every kitchen <laughs> restaurant in the country and CIA, Culinary Institute of America, is drizzle the sauce <laughs> on fish, on, you know, shrimp, on an appetizer, on whatever. Drizzle, and the customer can always request a little, what's it called? Not ramekin, but... Yeah, uh, no, it is a ramekin. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, of, of more... Of more sauce that's so funny all right so that's the giveaway though circling back uh jump in the text line tell us what you what you're eating what you love to to feast on that makes your taste buds and and tummy happy over the uh over the weekend and um yeah i mean people are pointing out that i i like i like like a black bean and corn salsa i mean that's that's right up my alley i love rotel look i was over to friend's house scott bates for one of the old miss games it was hot it was before that storm came through and it was hotter than hell and um they had rotel and they had it you know he's got this cool outdoor area and and i was still eating it i thought this is when you know rotel is good when it's 120 degrees and i'm eating it yeah that, that, yeah i'm not like that with everything because see food dies outside okay you know there's a i have that saying you, know, you throw food out outside. And it's going. You got to eat it quick. Yeah, and you. because the heat will yeah. kill it. It's why tailgating can be tough. If you, especially in can, September, yeah. I'm like, yeah. why? Are, you know, why yeah. are we ordering how, heavy pasta? How long have these Chick Fil A nuggets going on? been sitting here? <laughs> you know, I mean, just do uh, Boar's Head game day sliders, pork tenderloin sliders, yeah. and and a few dips. But hey, if and I have let's an, move on. if I have enough Modellos, I'll eat that six six hour old chicken nugget right <laughs> right there. Um. Live in the Bank Plus studio, the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, is powered by Entergy. Our friends at Entergy congratulate the hardworking men and women at Grand Gulf Nuclear Station. Excuse me. In addition to powering Mississippi homes and businesses with clean, low-cost energy, Grand Gulf plays an important role as an economic driver in our state. Thank you for strengthening our communities. And congratulations on your record-setting production. Entergy, we power life. I like that. Entergy, we power life. Shout out to Grand Gulf Nuclear Station. I feel like you know people know people that have worked there and so on and so forth. Tremendous asset for our community. We're live in the Bank Plus studio, Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Dave Bartu is texting me right now. And... uh. You know, he was supposed to come on the show today, and then he uh, bigger and better dealed us. And he's like, hey, man, can I come on tomorrow? I'm like, no, you can't. We offered you Thursday. We offered you Thursday, and no, you can't come on tomorrow. That's This is an age-old parable, okay? Don't bite the hand that feeds you. Right. Right? Don't Don't bite the hand that made you. Got to be careful with that, Dave. We were the first one to have him on. I'm just saying. I'm not saying. I'm if just saying. People knew how many Power Five and G Five, but Power Five athletic directors and head coaches and assistant coaches have listened to Bar Two 
do hits on this show the last tw- about 12 years. Because I guess Cooper Vesey found him in like 2010, somewhere in there. If people realize how many ADs and coaches mm-hmm. have listened to Bartu on the show, it would blow their mind. And his new approach and his analytics approach and his The Matrix, which is, as you know, TLC, Talent, Location, and Coaching Effect. Oh, yeah. And nobody had ever framed it up like that, even though it's like super simplistic mm-hmm. and simplicity always wins, it's right? It's just a different way, of look, life. different way of looking. Right. Yeah. But he took he he looked at it through a different lens, magnifying glass, telescope, mm-hmm. whatever you want to say. It took binoculars. Out, it took an outsider too. We talk about that with our jobs industry when we're coming up with the show stuff. Sometimes it's like, hey, we got to step back and talk to someone who's not in the show every day, right. To get an idea of where we need to be moving or or what we're doing right, wrong, whatever. It took the same in sports. You needed someone who wasn't a football guy to look at football a different way. Yeah, I think my right ear is clogged up. You're getting some sinus issues? Yeah, well, I don't know, but I, I feel that with the headset and everything. My headset's working perfectly. I think I have a lot of gunk in my right ear. Okay. So I'm gonna have, have, I may have to address that at some point. Do we point. have an ENT? <laughs> yes, we do. All right, we'll have to get that taken care of. Stephen Lee. Boom. Um, out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We're streaming live on the Out of Bounds radio app and thezone1059.com. You know who owns the live stream now on thezone1059.com? Well, it's powered by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and award-winning dancingrabbitgolf.com. And Poison will be at the Pearl River Resort Sunday, July 3rd. Brett Michaels, CC DeVille, and the crew who uh, ran through like a blaze of glory in the late 80s and have kept it going and have sold 20 million albums or more. Uh, Poison at Pearl River Resort, July 3rd, Sunday. Good morning. Welcome in. The Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, is brought to you by your next Ram truck at Mack Hike and Flowood. Visit MacHikeFlowood.com if you're in the market for a pre-owned truck or SUV. Our friends at Entergy congratulate the hardworking men and women at Grand Gulf Nuclear Station. In addition to powering Mississippi homes and businesses with clean, low-cost energy, Grand Gulf plays an important role as an economic driver in our state. Thank you for strengthening our communities and congratulations on your record-setting production. The carbon-free energy from Grand Gulf will power a brighter future for generations to come. Entergy, we power life. Good morning. Welcome in. Dave, David Johnson. Not Dave. I'm texting with Dave Bartu because um, he's bothering me this morning. I, uh, uh, but David Johnson with Rebels 247 will join us at uh, in five minutes at 835. He'll join us on the Corona Premier guest line. Enjoy an ice cold Corona Premier with a lime uh, later this afternoon. Please drink responsibly. Good morning. Welcome in. Happy 4th. Happy 4th of July to you. Uh, happy red, white, and blue, and God bless America. Um, even though you may not think so, if you're on Twitter, the overwhelming majority of people in this country get along and want what's best uh, for this amazing country. 
So happy 4th of July to you. Uh, God bless the red, white, and blue. And we're giving away uh, a pretty awesome Out of Bounds 4th of July giveaway. And uh, it's presented by um, Tito's Vodka Swag, Y'all Lifestyle Merch Swag, and Jonesy Q uh, Rubs and Sauces. How do you jump in? Texas on the Ag Up Equipment text line. Ag Up Equipment. 601-885-3776. And just tell us your favorite 4th of July food. Uh on the grill and or the kitchen. We've had some uh, awesome texts this morning. And this is what happened yesterday in Oxford. Tim Elko, this is pretty awesome uh, audio drop right here from Elko yesterday at the celebration parade. You know, I, I tried to warn the country, don't let the Reds get hot. But I don't know, I think they let the Reds get hot, baby. He went full-blown, and I like it, Matthew McConaughey. It was a little Matthew McConaughey, dazed and confused, Wooderson. And uh, I love that. Um, I didn't know he had that in him. <laughs> Not that I know him. But um, he does have a, a really good personality, much like Tanner Allen. And those guys will never buy whatever they like, Dr. Pepper or beer, cheeseburger, street tacos from Two Brothers for T.A., um, an amazing uh, po' boy from Bure for Tim Elko. They're going to be just fine, and they'll be, be they'll be able to stay at uh, alums condos and uh, homes. And if they, I know TA plays golf. Um, he'll be welcome anytime at the uh, Startville Country Club or Old Waverly or Mossy Oak. And Tim Elko the same way. National champions, incredible in the state of Mississippi, back to back, Hell State and Ole Miss. Unbelievable. Those will be big names for decades um, with Tim Elko and, and Dylan DeLucia and uh, Tanner Allen and Will Bednar. Good morning. Welcome in. We'll have uh, David Johnson coming up in a minute. I want to give a shout out to Highball Eats. So Highball Eats is in Fondren. Uh, you know, you know about Highball Lanes and the Capri. Well, it's a restaurant, as Robert St. John has told me over and over and over again. It is a restaurant first and foremost. And uh, basically, Robert St. John and his business partners did an amazing job bringing back a beautiful property, okay, and restoring and renovating it in historic Fondren, which I love. Uh, Highball Eats is the restaurant, and uh, it's open for lunch and dinner, and basically Robert St. John took his greatest hits from Hattiesburg, Crescent City Grill, Tabella, El Rio, his new high in Tex-Mex, and he dropped it in the Highball Eats in Fondren. They're open for lunch and dinner, all right? So, and their gumbo will make you just get up and roll. Well, don't roll around on the ground while you're there, but it will make you want to party. It's a, it, okay? Their gumbo's amazing. They have fresh uh, fish. They also have Tex-Mex bowls at Highball Eats in Fondren. You'll love it. It is the greatest hits from Robert St. John's Hattiesburg restaurants at Highball Eats in Fondren. You also have Highball Lanes, the Capri, and the Tiki Bar. Our focus with you the next several months will be Highball Eats. Go by, get some gumbo. Go by, smash a fish sandwich. Go by and dive into some high-end uh, Tex-Mex bowl at Highball Eats in Fondren. All right, Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. 
We're streaming live on the Out of Bounds radio app, and we're streaming live on the Zone1059.com. The show is brought to you by Cypress Depot in Ridgeland, the leading supplier of hardwoods and Cypress in the southeast. CypressDepot.com, Cypress Depot in Ridgeland. show is also presented by Superior Foundation for all your foundation repairs. Superior Foundation. And is brought to you by the Ram Trucks and Jeep Wranglers at Mack Hike and Flowood. Visit MackHikeFlowood.com. We want to welcome in David Johnson, Rebels 247, 247 Sports. David joins us on the Corona Premier Guest Line. Uh, David, uh, the celebration continues in Oxford, Mississippi. How was it yesterday? Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, Rebel Nation came out to uh, celebrate this team's accomplishment. And, uh, you know, it was... uh, I think a little bit surreal, um, you know, but, but maybe that was the first, uh, everybody's been kind of walking around in shock, Bo, to be honest with you. I mean, listen, when, when those outside of Ole Miss tell you, you know, it's really a shocker this team won it all. I mean, those inside can feel the same. They feel the same way and even more. And, uh, you know, to see these guys be celebrated yesterday, hoisting the national championship trophy up high. Uh, you know, fans swamping Tim Elko and Dylan DeLuca, and really the fans having their day with this team. Absolutely incredible. Uh, incredible moment. It'll it'll always be remembered. And, uh, you know, what a run. Just what a run they had. Outstanding. Yeah, and you realize how hard it is to win a national title. I mean, Mike Bianco has been um... – just unbelievably successful. And uh, now, after 21 years, he punches his ticket to the national championship. I mean, in April, we weren't sure if he was going to be the coach next year, David Johnson. Oh, now he's going to get a I, I would, fat new contract, yeah. and he's a national championship coach. Yeah, I would say in, in, in May and even early June, no one was sure. Mike was going to be the head coach next year, and uh, now he's cemented his legacy. I mean, um, you know, it's it, it's the, you know, I don't want to say rags to riches, but it kind of is the quintessential, uh, you know, bone the hero story, and uh, it, it's playing well here in Rebel Nation, and uh, you know, it's uh, it, it's really interesting, you know, to reflect back on how this season played out, you know, the rise to number one, the plummet out of the polls, uh, you know, barely getting in the NCAA tournament by a thread, and um, then just deciding, hey, we're as good as anybody else. Let's play ball. And they they get sent to Miami, to the Coral Gables Regional. And, and, you know, let's be honest, I think – 99% 99% of the baseball world figured that would be it for Ole Miss. Miami or Arizona, the team that punched them out last year, one or the other would handle them, and that'd be the end of the season. But when they won that regional and they were paired up with Southern Miss, you knew they had a chance to get to Omaha. And then they go down to Hattiesburg and just destroy Southern Miss in a, in a two-game super and you go to Omaha, and you like the side of the bracket they're on. You're not really afraid of that side of the bracket. And, uh, you know, it came down to the best of three Ole Miss-Arkansas series to see who was going to get out of it. And, um, you know, they go to the national championship game and sweep Oklahoma. So 
storybook ending for Mike Bianco and this Ole Miss baseball team. And, uh, you know, I, I think most Rebel fans are going to relish this for a couple of weeks. Yeah. And then they're going to be looking the next year. You know, they, they, I mean, they obviously have some fantastic pitching coming back for next year. And, uh, you know, now they know they can do it. And uh, we'll see what next year has to hold. No doubt. David Johnson, Rebels 247-247 Sports. He joins us on the Corona Premier Guest Line. And Ole Miss had their parade celebration yesterday in Oxford. Tim Helco had some great quotes, too. Um, all right, so I got to switch gears to football, too, though, David. So, yeah. Um, because when we get back from break, we'll, we'll only be a week out from SEC football media days in Atlanta which is crazy uh, to think about. And we've got all kinds of storylines. But I would like to get your thoughts on the quarterback competition and the fact that uh, you've got two very talented players, and this may go all up to you know the week before Troy. Who knows? Yeah, yeah and it could go beyond the Troy game, to be honest with you. When you look at Ole Miss's schedule, um, their first four games are all non-conference games, and – are all manageable opponents, so to speak. So, you know, Lane could tinker with this quarterback situation throughout the month of September uh, before October arrives. He could take it into October. And, um, you know, we'll see what happens. I mean, I think if uh, I think if, if, if Lane Kiffin at his rathers, Jackson Dart is going to have a fantastic fall camp and emerge as a starter. The problem with that, though, is a guy named Luke Altmaier. And, um, you know, Luke uh, Luke has stuck it out here. He battled his butt off in the spring. And and to be quite honest with you, uh, you know, by the accounts of everybody who watched any of their spring practices, Luke Altmaier left spring ahead of Jackson Dart. Dart, um, Dart had a tendency to hurry things, to force balls. Uh, his mechanics often did not look very good. He didn't look comfortable. Um, you know, on the flip side of that, you go, okay, well, the guy still hasn't unpacked all his bags yet from getting to Oxford in late January. Uh, let him settle down. Let him settle in. He's going to he's gonna be a different guy, That you know, when, when August camp rolls around. But, um, man, Luke Altmaier's not going to be any different. He's going to be the same guy. And that's a warrior that goes out there every day, wants to win this job, expects to win this job. Um, it's intriguing, to be quite honest with Heck you. It's yeah. very, very intriguing. Because I think Luke, with his just kind of built-in demeanor and field presence, is is more out to not screw things up, if you will. Uh, Jackson, more of a gambler, likes to take chances. That could get, you, get a young quarterback in trouble. Um, so, you know, we're going to see what the quarterback whisperer can do with these two guys, uh, you know, in the month of August, and, and we're just going to see what he rolls out. But whoever it is is surrounded by weapons. I mean, an offensive line that uh, may be the best offensive line they've ever had here. Really? And, you know, they. Oh, yeah, I think so. I mean, when you look at Jeremy James, and Jeremy's playing right tackle, not left tackle. But Jeremy James is a guy that it would not surprise me if he doesn't emerge as a first-round draft pick. And, you know, nobody really ever talks about linemen being first-round draft picks until until it's time for them to be drafted, so to speak. 
But yeah, I mean, he is, he's a dynasty kind of player. I mean, he could play any position across the front, smart guy, great length, uh, you know, beautiful athleticism. Uh, and he's not the only guy. Nick Broker is an NFL draft prospect up there. And really and truly, they all project to be potential NFL offensive linemen. So you've got that group up front blocking for you. You've got this dynamic Michael Trigg they've added as a tight end, you know, uh, occasional wide receiver. He's really a, a, a wide receiver in a tight end's body. Hmm. Look, we all know about Zach Evans in the backfield and what he's capable of doing with the football in his hands. Uh, Ulysses Bentley brings speed from SMU. Um, they, you know, whoever is a quarterback is going to have plenty of weaponry. And even the wide receivers, while there's not a name brand guy out there, Bo, there are guys who are ready, could be ready to be a name brand kind of wide receiver in the SEC. Who do you Jonathan think will Mingo be the go-to wide receiver? Who do you think will be the number? By the time we get to Troy, mm-hmm. who do you think will be the number one threat at wide receiver, David? Yeah, and, and if we're including tight end in that position, that in this Ole Miss offense, very often the tight end's lined up as a wide receiver. It's Michael Trigg. Outside of Michael Trigg, hey, I think Jonathan Mingo, look, he's on the clock. It's time for him to be what he has flashed that he could be over the last several years. And uh, that is an, not not an A.J. Brown-type receiver, but a type receiver that shows A.J. Brown-type tendencies and uh, you know you need Mingo to stay healthy but my money would be on Mingo but my number one guy catching the football for Ole Miss this year is Michael Trigg the tight end okay all right and so we're visiting with David Johnson Rebels 247 247 Sports David joins us on the Corona Premier Guest Line talking uh, Ole Miss football we've got an intriguing QB competition for QB1 uh, between Luke Altmeyer and Jackson Dart. And then David mentioned some of the transfers plus guys um, returning on this Ole Miss roster. So, David, you, you said Jeremy James, he's playing right tackle. Is that right? Yeah, Jer- Jeremy James will play will play right tackle. No, I'm sorry. Jeremy's going to play left tackle. He'll play left. My bad. Okay, okay. He played right tackle last year. Mason Brooks is playing right tackle. Um, but um, – yeah, my bad about that. So Jeremy has played guard. He's played right tackle. Now he's going to get to show off at left tackle. Broker shifting down to play left guard this year. So you got those two guys on the same side of the line as well. Um, could be the best tandem in the SEC. And I don't think I'm stretching things there. I think they definitely could be. Okay. All right. So David Johnson on the Out of Bounds Show. David, I've never seen a, a schedule like this. Um Ole Miss, Troy, Central Arkansas, at Georgia Tech, Tulsa, Kentucky, at Bandy, Auburn. I mean, that that stretch is either seven and zero or six and one, uh, and I don't yeah, know if anybody can agree. beat them before they go to LSU. You uh, you agree or disagree? No, I agree with that. Um, you know, Kentucky's obviously not going to be an easy out, and despite the trouble down at Auburn. Um, we all know Auburn always has football talent, and uh, they're, they're, this year will be no different. Um, you know, but those are two winnable games. So Ole Miss could be going to Baton Rouge seven and zero. It's uh, 
you know, the, the back end of that schedule, though, is brutal. I mean, I mean, I'm sure you're sitting there looking at it. I mean, you know, there's there's Arkansas, there's Texas A&M and Alabama, there's uh, there's Mississippi State to end the year with. I mean, and we 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 all know we never know what's going to happen in that game. So, uh, you know, I, I, but how much momentum momentum can you harness with those first seven games that might carry you on through to a 10, 11 win season? You know, a lot's going to depend, I think, on the quarterback situation. You know, has someone emerged? Has, uh, you know, has somebody taken control of that offense? And uh, I think that's the most most important thing. Um, you know, is is Jackson Dart boom or bust? Um, you know, can Luke Oldmeyer go out there and manage a lot of weapons around him and, and make the Rebels win? And look, you know, here's the thing. I think, you know, that's lost a little bit on some Ole Miss fans. Luke Altmaier, signing him was a huge deal, a huge deal. I mean, he was Matt Corral's backup as a true freshman. He's got NFL potential all over him. You know, he's just a young guy. So it's it, it's not like it's Jackson Dart and then Luke Altmaier. There's not that big of a gap between the two. So, you know, it, the bottom line was Ole Miss had Luke Altmaier, and they, they knew they needed more depth at the quarterback position, they went out and got it. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what happened there. Okay. So we, what about – how much time do I have? Yeah, I've got enough time. David Johnson on the Corona Premier Guest Line. Let's go to defense. Um, same thing on offense. You lost your best player, Matt Corral. Okay. And then and then on, on defense, Sam Williams. You got a new defensive coordinator. Uh Who's going to be who's going to be the best player on the field for the defense, David? Yeah, if I had to answer my bets right now, I, I'm putting my money on two guys. One is the defensive end, outside linebacker Cedric Johnson. Okay. Yeah, uh, Sed had six and a half sacks last season, and it, it's time for him to blow up and 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 really kind of assume that Sam Williams role as a feared pass rusher. The other guy is a transfer. You know, it's J.J. Pegues, who they're going to line up mostly in a zero technique at nose tackle. He's, he's talented and more and athletic enough. He can play anywhere along that defensive front. But that's where you're going to see him the most is, is he's going to be over the center. And uh, he gives them, like, the ability to rush the passer from the interior of the line. I mean, I watched him in the springtime just blow up offensive lines in the gut. And, and, and be on the passer in no time flat. J.J., everybody remembers he was a tremendous athlete at Oxford High School, and, and that has not left him. And uh, I'm excited to see what he does up on that defensive front. I think for the first time since the, what was it, the 2014 season where Ole Miss went to a New Year's Six game, got routed by TCU in the Peach Bowl, uh, that they're playing with a defensive line this year that is genuinely, truly going to be eight to nine men deep in the rotation without really losing a beat. And I think that makes them dangerous on defense. Chris Partridge, he's going to roll the dice more than D.J. Durkin did. So it's going to be interesting to see how he plays into all of this. But a deep defensive line, deep secondary, question marks at linebacker, That that's kind of the defense right now. Okay. 
All right, and we expect Crum to be the play caller, correct? I'm sorry, on defense. Yeah, did I get that right? Who the the any no, from? No, Chris Partridge. Chris Partridge is running that. Partridge, defense. yes, 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 yes. Yeah. All right. So Partridge will be the play caller taking over for DJ Durkin. All right. Yes, absolutely. They share the title of co-defensive coordinator, but Chris Partridge is running the defense. All right. So yeah, that'll be. I can't wait to see how that that looks. All right. Well, we'll. Uh, all right. Real quick. Fresh. Uh, yeah. I got like 30 seconds. Give me one freshman that could have an impact in either a spot starter or, you know, play a lot, whatever. Yeah, I'm going to throw at you Davison Igbignosen, cornerback from New Jersey. Got here early. Um, the guy's got tremendous skills back there. Flashed a lot in the spring. I could see Davison playing, uh, playing a big role back in the Ole Miss secondary. Okay, we'll leave it there. Uh, David Johnson, Rebels 247, 247 Sports. He joined us on the Out of Bounds Show in the Corona Premier Guest Line. David, we appreciate it. Happy 4th of July to you and your family. Hey, Bo, thank you very much. David Johnson on the Out of Bounds Show. Old Miss Insider recapped a little bit of the celebration in the parade, and then we jumped into some uh, Old Miss football, both offense and defense. Uh, don't blink, but next week when we get back, We'll only be like a week out or so from SEC football media days in Atlanta. I know it sounds weird. Atlanta, Georgia, not Birmingham, Alabama. Um, You know, I've been over to Birmingham for I don't know how many of those, Blake. Too many. Too many to count, seven, eight, or nine. We used to back in like 2004 and five and six, we used to stay the whole time. That was before the Twitter's. And the SEC Network and all that. Now you can get everything uh, from your couch, uh, which is nice for us. We do go over for a night. I don't think I'm going to go to Hotlanta, but uh, I don't know. I may. If the Braves are in, let's look during the break. If the Braves are in town, I can justify that. And uh, go for a day. I, I won't be at media days for more than 47 minutes, but uh, do a little bit of that and go to the new Brave Stadium. And I got to see Dale Murphy's new restaurant and bar. He's been driving me crazy. Uh, well, now that we're best friends. And uh, so I may go to Atlanta for SEC football media days. But can you believe it? It's right around the corner. Good morning. Welcome in. We'll tell you about our giveaway on the other side.